0: Hello, my name is Zane, and welcome to my third episode of my podcast, Horror Movies with Zane, where I basically talk about horror movies, and I, I've seen and I read them. So I was talking about the Belco Experiment today, or these right now. Uh, the Belco Experiment is basically about um, a regular day where 80 employees, they, um, they're they Americans, and they're going to Colombia, so, um to work, I guess. I guess it's a, a, a brand new job. And what they don't know is it's a deadly game that the people, the owners, looking good. And who actually know the, the, the building owner's name. But we know he's the building owner. And he basically is killing them off one by one. It starts off where they have to get a chip in their head to work here first. Then, as soon as they come in, they are headed like, down. Guards with guns like, like huge AKs are just sitting there. They're checking their cars. Yeah, like, like police dogs sniffing and they sure you no know, drugs or whatever, which is kind of weird for, for your regular old um, office job. But they're in the office, right? And what happens is over the loudspeaker, they are told that five people have to die and if they don't, they'll just, you know, boom kill, like, 10 or 20. I can't remember the exact number because it was such a long time ago, but it was, like, 10 or 20. And, of course, no one listened because why would you listen to that? It's kind of weird how why you listen to that because it's random. You wouldn't expect them to actually do it, right, because humanity. Well, time goes by. No one dies. They kill about 20 people off. Now people are starting to get kind of, like, kind of worried because, like, you know, like, I'd get worried too, and practically now, now they're forced. They're forced to kill each other, but they do it in a humane way, in the beginning at least. So, um, I guess the boss, or the person who stepped up to be the boss, um, aka Barry Barry Norris. He's um, he's basically the leader. He's ex-special forces. He what he's he knows what he's doing, right? So, um. He, of course, lines everybody in the building as much as he can. And basically, he just, you know, he's just, I guess, killing people off now. Yeah, he just starts killing people off. So if you're old and have no kids or no grandkids, you would not, you know what I mean? If you have no kids, you're automatically up to die because, like, you're going to die anyway. That wasn't funny, but I'm sorry. Anyway. <clears throat> Of course there's people who ran away and are trying to take the chips out of their head because maybe that'll work because that's what they're assuming because how would they know if certain people died? Exactly. So they assumed the chips the in their head, which is actually the case. But the loud person on the loudspeaker said if they destroy the destroy the chips, you're practically killing yourself because they'll just blow the chip up, which will kill you anyway so now now they're forced to kill and you can't save it for the guards because the guards are in on it they they know what they're doing and all the windows are they've been barricaded uh, I mean, like, like, when i mean barricade i mean like locked up like like locked and, locked and locked and locked in middle so there's truly no way to get out except for i guess winning the game so there he goes too he gets ready he kills all the all the other people with no kids, no grandparents, no grandkids, and it starts killing them all. Honestly, there's no way. Wait, I said no way. Honestly, this kind of makes the movie kind of bad for me because, like, there's truly no way to stop them. And even though um, another man stopped them, our main character, Mike, he somehow stopped them. I don't know how he did it, he did it with pure, pl- pure plot. Pure, it was all complete luck that he killed him. By the way, Mike Mitch, and uh, Leandra, and Danny. Those are um, some of our main characters. Wendell Barry. Wendell and Barry are actually in it together. Like they're accomplices. Wendell like this, like this creepy old man, and then Danny, Leandra, and Mike. They're all like average twenties, so they're pretty pretty mobile. You know, yeah. So. <clears throat> if you think about it, right? You're talking about an ex-special force member, and that's really all you need because they're all them. they they work office jobs. There's no way they could beat Barry all by himself. Not to mention, he has a weapon. The weapons are carried by the security guard, which um you know, he gave it to him because they said they were going to kill him if he didn't. So they gave him the keys, and that was that. So they have weapons, and there's truly no way to stop. That's why, that's why I don't kind of really like this movie because they're just too powerful. They have guns and these ex special forces. So I really don't understand the ending on how he was somehow able to overthrow. Overthrow, overtake, whatever you want to call it. Take down Barry by himself. Mike took down Barry by himself. That's why I don't understand. That's to make this movie kinda trash. Cause near the end. Most most are most are most. If not everybody else except for three are dead. You have Mike, Barry, and Danny. Three main characters. Everybody else is dead. Right? Danny is going down the stairs, right? Elevator, I'm sorry. She's going on the elevator. Gets shine her head and dies by Barry. I don't know. Just clean kill. I thought she was going to survive longer. She was smart. She, she was doing her thing the entire movie. And she just died like that. Um. So that's that. And now it's just Barry versus Mike. Mike has his spare fist and the things around him while Barry... Well, has a gun. And I feel like the only reason he won that is because he got a sneak attack. Barry, Barry was occupied out there just killing Danny. Mike came out of nowhere, up behind him, started attacking him. Of course, he was able to parry that. Well, just to get him off him. Now they're on a one-on-one fire mask. The gun is off the, the table. Barry is destroying Mike. Absolutely violating Mike. It's looking bad for Mike. Mike somehow is able to get the upper hand on Barry and kill him with a tape dispenser over over his head, smashing to his head till he dies. After after Mike kills Barry, so the loud the loudspeaker says, "You've won. The door is all open." And he's able to go outside. While he's outside, he is kidnapped by them by the guards and brought to be seen or, or took him to see the voice or the, the person over the loudspeaker. It's this old man. He we don't have a name from it's just really the voice. So while he's just talking to the voice. He some so Mike somehow had a grenade in his pocket and he threw it at the voice, which was this old man. Honestly, I don't know where he got the grenade from that makes no sense. He never had that before. So why didn't he use it before? I don't understand. But he threw the grenade at him and he ran out of the building. Boom. Somehow. He's gone. Kills the voice and is now walking out. And that's it. Like it just cuts out after that. Which I don't really understand that because Why? Or how? Where are the rest of the guards? Cause there's no way they did it, they disappear. Like I don't know what he what he expected after he killed the voice. Wouldn't he just die anyway? That's why I've just only a five out of ten because overall it really isn't that good of a movie. It truly isn't that good of a movie. Um, it's an hour and twenty nine minutes you're gonna watch it. man in twenty sixteen kinda old. But yeah, that was the Belco experiment um i rated the 5 out of 10 she you heard it really not be better hopefully the welcome experiment too if it ever comes out will be much better than the first one i don't know how you'd even make the second one true for but yeah this is my third episode of my podcast and the final one for right now i'm pretty sure so yeah